0: Talking about chicken a la king, mango and garbanzo tabouli, potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil. Zucchini ziti, granola fruit bar. Yeah, Look man. at all this beautiful food. Mm. Hello, I'm Dana Deutch, and welcome to Green Eggs and Dan. This episode was recorded during lockdown. No fancy studio, just me and my laptop. Okay, ready to go? Hoping my guest knows more about technology than I do.
1: I don't even know. Oh, wait, you froze. Hold on.
0: Like the rest of the world, we're getting on Zoom and each trying our best to record the podcast ourselves. Okay. Okay. We've been trying to make this happen for so long, and we couldn't do it. And finally, the pandemic has brought us together. Thank you, (laughs) Corona. My guest today is the amazing comedian, actor, writer, and podcaster, Lauren Lapkus. You can listen to her on the podcast, Freedom with Paul F. Tompkins and Scott Aukerman, uh, Newcomers with Nicole Byer, and she has a Patreon under her name, creating a bunch of podcasts off of that. Uh, You can also binge her on Netflix in the films, between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis. Her episode of the characters is fantastic, and The Wrong Missy with David Spade. And she's also recurring on The Good Girl on NBC. Lauren, welcome to Green Eggs and Dan.
1: Hi, thanks for having
0: me. We're just gonna get right into it. I mean, this is your—is this—is this your quarantine fridge right now that I'm looking at?
1: It is. It is. That's my quarantine fridge. I'm actually like. I'm I'm glad you caught it when you did. I feel like that was like a, a moment. I went to the store like soon after for not having after having not gone for like a month. So it became very full. And then I was like, that would have looked embarrassing, actually, to send him a full fridge. I think it
0: just- <laughs> I, No, I was going to say that I would be worried if this was your quarantine fridge because it's pretty bare right now.
1: Yeah, that was getting down to the end of it. But I was doing like a full, you know, trying to just eat everything I had and not go anywhere. And it was working, but I reached a limit.
0: It's not a bad fridge. I, I see a lot of interesting things here. You've got you've got like three different kinds of butter, which is the first thing that, <laughs> like, you've got your butter to food ratio is 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 a little off.
1: Yeah, the butter is weird, actually. So, okay, we have the vegan butter which uh, is the one that I would typically use if everything was normal. Then I have, the I think there's an Irish butter in there, which is my dad's when he was visiting that he bought because he would use that to cook like bacon and stuff, I guess, and then left that in our fridge, and I just don't want to get rid of it. And then the other regular butter is for like making cookies and stuff. So I have like butter for different reasons. <laughs>
0: oh, got it. So that's, the Earthbound is a vegan butter? Is that yeah. the uh, uh, it's really good. Are you vegan? I guess you're not if you have the other butter.
1: No, I'm not, but um my husband's a vegetarian and I feel like we over time like have I've basically leaned vegetarian because I don't really make any meat at home and he uh likes to eat vegan sometimes too. So I've started to do that a bit and I I like it. So I and I'm not really I'm not like really good with dairy, so it's better to have the vegan butter.
0: What is the quarantine sitch? Are you guys cooking a lot? Are you ordering in?
1: We are cooking a lot. It's um, we've ordered three pizzas in this time. And so we're on like week five and a half or something here. Um, The pizzas have been incredible, I will say like they've just been amazing. Um, But we've been cooking and eating everything we have. And it's been a really good um, test because I think I always say that I'm not a good cook. But I've been liking everything I'm making. So I think I'm actually doing okay.
0: Do you have a go-to cookbook or anything like that? Or how are you how are you getting through this?
1: Well, I'm not using a cookbook. I I think what happened really was like I, I have a few cookbooks and there was a point like last year where I decided I was gonna learn how to cook. And so I was trying to make a few meals every week myself. But um I lost interest in that and that just, it just lost steam. Like it was something I just wasn't that excited about. <laughs> so during this time I was like I don't really feel like I can use a cookbook. I think I have like a block in my head about it because I feel like I don't have enough ingredients. So, um, and I can't get like special ingredients right now. And so many times when I was cooking, I would have to go out and buy like every single thing on the list. Cause I wouldn't have the spices or anything. Like I just have like nothing, but I yeah, you saw, don't want to
0: risk your life to get some nutmeg. No,
1: no, it's not the time. <laughs> it's not the time. And so I actually saw that Kate Berlant was posting about roasting vegetables. And she would posted it one day with like vegetables and sausages that she had roasted. And I was like, how do you do that? I have sausage and I don't know what to do with it. And she was like, just put it in the oven at 400 degrees for 30 minutes and put oil and seasonings or whatever you want on there. And it's great. And so I've actually been doing that like all the time. I Because I'm getting um, produce from farm fresh to you. And so every week I get like a bunch of produce. And then I will just chop it up and roast it for the most part. And that's been very satisfying.
0: Have you jumped on the bread making trend?
1: No. I feel like that's like um, next level. And I don't really understand. I, I mean, have you ever baked bread?
0: I have one go-to recipe that is actually, it's foolproof. And it comes out so delicious. The only thing you need to have is flour, water, and instant yeast.
1: Oh, okay. I don't have the yeast, but maybe next time I go to the store, I can try to find it. But it's probably sold out with everyone making bread.
0: I think so. There's a little bit of like pandemic fury getting all the yeast out of the the (laughs) supermarket.
1: It's so weird what's gone. But I yeah, I have a friend who was posting that she was going to give away her sourdough starter. So you can make your own. I don't understand what it is. And I don't want a jar of like weird life forms i don't understand
0: it's sourdough starter is a little i i tried to get into bread like that and i cook a lot but it's like there's two ways to do it either you use a a yeast that's like just a little powder that you can literally have in your cupboard for years and do nothing to and it'll be fine or you have like a little science experiment in your fridge of sourdough starter which is literally like a live little thing you got to keep feeding water to and flour to?
1: Yeah, I don't like that. That reminds me of, like, the kombucha mother. It just kind of grosses me out.
0: It's exactly what it is. It's exactly (laughs) the same thing. I don't know. I mean, yes, your bread comes out, like, it'll come out better, but is it enough to to have, like, a pet that sucks forever? No, I don't think so.
1: I don't think so either. And I don't think I'm ready to, like, go into the past in the way of making bread. Like, I feel like I am already dealing with enough that like the idea of me just deciding that I'm going to start making my own bread, like feels like I'm, I'm like on a different planet at that point. Cause it's just so unlike me to make bread.
0: (laughs) I also think we kind of jumped to like that. Yeah. Like that's like year one into the pandemic where we're like, okay, we can't find bread anywhere. It's time to do this. But I feel like Everyone went to like pandemic camp and we're like, Yay, I know we get to be survivalists.
1: <laughs> I know. Like there's something kind of cute about it, but I still have bread because I I kind of right before the pandemic like really caught on over here, I uh, went to Target and had like loaded up on a bunch of stuff in case we had to go into lockdown. And it was already kind of getting weird over there. This was like two days before things really shut down. Um but I was still in the mindset that, like, it was fun to go to Target. So I went down, like, every aisle and just grabbed a bunch of shit. But they uh, only had one type of bread left. And it was this, like, country potato bread, which I would never buy. Um, but I bought it because I was like, what if I need bread? And then I put it in the freezer. And now it's moved to the fridge. But I don't want to eat it. <laughs> but I don't I don't eat bread that much, I think, is part of it.
0: I love the... the the reject bread from Target that no I know, one else wanted. I know. <laughs> um, so what, let's, I want to talk about your relationship to something that seems so foreign now, but restaurants, are you a big restaurant person?
1: Um, Generally, not really. I, I like to go out with friends. Like I like to go to a restaurant as an activity, but I don't really, um, care about restaurants necessarily i mean i am i am not really missing that right now i don't feel like the idea right. of like going and sitting down somewhere actually it does sound really good now that i'm saying it <laughs> <laughs> but generally um I'm, i like to stay home this is kind of the like irony of what's happening that i typically would like rather watch tv than like go somewhere um but i'm i do feel i'm getting i've had enough of that at this point um so it's kind of, it is it is hard to talk about it like this isn't happening, but yeah. <laughs> I think when this isn't happening, I do have fun going to restaurants. I don't really get that excited about um, crazy cuisine at restaurants. Like I'm kind of, I kind of eat the same things over and over again, but um, as I've gotten older, I've gotten more willing to try new foods. And so it's made going to restaurants less anxiety causing. I think when I was younger, I would get more anxiety about going because I was a picky eater. And so right. it was like stressful to think of like someone watching me like make a choice and be really picky and then not like it or something. So when I was in my early 20s, I feel like I always was having stomach problems. And it's probably because I was eating like shit all the time, but because I don't have that now and I, I eat well. So I, I feel like it's connected, but um, it also led to me feeling like I couldn't eat things at restaurants because I would get sick. Like I felt like, oh, I can't yeah. handle whatever's going to happen.
0: Do you have go to any go to restaurants? Like what what part of town are you in in LA?
1: I do have favorites. Um what do I like? Oh, well, I I always like Mohawk Bend. That's a place that I've always liked. And they did, but they oh, changed yeah. their menu kind of recently and I got bummed because they had the best vegan pizza and they don't make it anymore. But I like um oh that place Little Pine, that vegan. It's a lot of vegan places actually that I like, but Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's Moby's restaurant. Um
0: That's right. He used to have it's weird. He like got into like the restaurant business late in life. Like he had a place in New York called Teeny. I remember. Oh, did he? Yeah. And then he opened this one. Yeah. It's It's a very it's a very interesting pivot that he made. Yeah. From like he just does he do music anymore? I don't know, but I actually
1: put Moby on the other day and it was like really perfect. Like (laughs) I haven't listened to Moby in a really long time. And I think I was probably in like eighth grade when his album play came out and I loved it so much. And, Kind of forgot about it, but I put it on the other day, and it, as I was taking a walk, and it was kind of perfect for like the weird times we're in right now.
0: I'm trying to remember Moby songs. I'm having because it's been a while. Is it is it the album that has Ding Da Da Ding Down 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 Boom? Unfortunately, that didn't sound like anything. <laughs> so, I was regretting that as I was doing it. I'm so sorry. How about
1: everyone. this one? See if you remember this. Why does my heart feel so bad?
0: Don't Why don't does my doesn't... heart? <laughs> Yeah, keep going. <laughs>
1: I can't. It was totally like some DJ thing of like someone singing and whatever. But
0: yeah, uh, what, what it's like it goes, woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is that, the song? that sounds okay. like it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So it seems like you're vegan adjacent is what I'm I am, yeah. which is actually a it's a good adjacent to be, I think, health wise.
1: Yeah, I think it really helps that I don't cook because um, I don't know how to cook meat and I feel really afraid of cooking it wrong and making myself sick. So I, I actually have like two pieces of meat in my freezer right now because I got some like box from a company that was sponsoring my podcast with like a cooking thing. Oh, cool. And it came with like a chicken breast and like some meat some like ground beef or something and i'm like afraid to try to cook it i don't because i haven't done it in so long and i really don't know like i always would overcook chicken to the point where it was just like so dry just so that it would be safe but that's not tasty oh so
0: you're scared you're scared of having the uncooked uncooked salmonella yes
1: stuff. yes
0: man i went to this japanese restaurant in uh in new york once and they served which i thought they were just fucking with us but it's an actual thing apparently chicken sashimi what yeah so it's raw slices of chicken that is did you get sick (laughs) no i mean you'll only get sick if the chicken is like if this chicken has salmonella so you can have raw chicken all day and as long as it hasn't like if there isn't like chicken shit on the meat i uh, didn't know that
1: i thought it was literally what undercooked meant like salmonella I think no. I to-
0: it's more. It's more because you're not killing. If it does have salmonella, you're killing the bacteria by overcooking it.
1: I see. Oh, yeah. okay. It Makes me less scared. Um,
0: yeah, you can be a little less scared, especially if it's good quality. I mean, you still don't want to eat like medium rare no, chicken. No, no. Sounds gross, <laughs> but that that's better gross. than like you know vomiting
1: and having diarrhea from it. But the idea of eating raw chicken—that's crazy. That it was
0: weird. I would
1: feel really weird about that. Was it good? It was
0: like it was like you you dipped it in soy sauce like like sashimi kind of and it tasted honestly it tasted a little like tuna. Chicken tastes <laughs> like tuna.
1: <laughs> it's funny cuz everything people go like this tastes like chicken and then Yeah, it did not chicken,
0: taste like didn't. chicken. Yeah, that's No, it was
1: really weird. That's very like strange. um like trying to be edgy.
0: I, I, I seriously thought that they were fucking with us, but it was like a super authentic Japanese place. And they're like, no, 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 we really do this. Oh. I was like,
1: you're,
0: you're just trying to mess with the white people.
1: Yeah, right? That's very I don't interesting. I know.
0: Okay, so I'm going to get to some uh, questions here that we ask every guest, okay. uh, which should spur some more conversations about food. But uh, what is your earliest food memory?
1: Um. Okay. Well, this is what comes to mind, and it can't be the earliest thing, because I think I was like four or five, but I really... Um, I loved dipping plain potato chips into ketchup. And so I remember doing that at my kitchen t- table. That's like what came to
0: mind. But Interesting. <laughs> Interesting combo. Yeah. I also it kind of like, works.
1: I had a lot of um, issues with eating food when I was a kid. And like I was just that annoying, like picky kid. And so my parents would like make me sit at the table. I remember we had like my mom, like my family always eats spaghetti and meatballs and I just wouldn't eat spaghetti for a long period. And so I would only have meatballs, but then I would sit there and not want to eat them. And I had to sit until everyone, you know, everyone would leave. And then I had to sit there and like, they were getting colder and colder and it was just getting like grosser and I didn't want to do it. And then I remember hiding, taking one in a napkin and hiding it in the trash and then saying I ate one, and then being done. But so I often would do stuff like that. And my parents made me drink um, vitamin D, like whole milk, when I was little because I was so skinny that they were like worried that I wouldn't gain weight. So I like always, had, we all had different kinds of milk. because so my brother was lactose intolerant, so he had lactate milk. I had um, the vitamin D milk, and my parents drink skim. So we all had our own type.
0: Oh, it's kind of like your kind of like your butter drawer. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you get very, uh, very customized with the yeah. dairy. Interesting. All your early food memories have to do with like hiding, slinking yeah. away from eating food. Yes. And also potato chips and ketchup, <laughs> which must be super duper salty, but yeah, very delicious. Well, and I
1: loved fast food as a kid, so I ate fast food often, but I was also very picky about that. So like, if I got McDonald's, I would have to get like. A burger that had nothing on it just the meat and the bun and i would still eat that now if i were to get mcdonald's um but i don't really
0: wait you would just you would say no none of the lettuce tomato
1: yeah and you have to be very very specific like just meat just the bun nothing else because they'll still give you something on there but there's something about like and i eat burgers with toppings on them is, from other places but if i were to have mcdonald's there's no way that i would i would try whatever lettuce they have i don't know like the idea yes well
0: no you the meat is so good you want to speak for itself and be unencumbered by anything else i know <laughs> it's is, so weird it's usually the other way around you want to just like throw everything into a fast food that makes
1: so much more sense i haven't even thought You're about not, it <laughs>
0: Like, no, I need this meat to I want the flavor. There, I, there,
1: and there were times when I was a kid where, like, we'd go through the drive through and it's so exciting, and then you get get bur- the burger, and it has shit on it, and I'd be like, no. <laughs> and, like, I'm not going to eat it. And My mom had to go back.
0: Oh, man. that's annoying. That's the last time I had. I have fast food. I have a Mickey D's maybe once or twice a year, and I was with a buddy of mine, and we were drunk, and we were in an Uber, and we went to get we just went to get fries. This, is, this does not paint me in a good picture. I, I'm no, it
1: sounds not. good. I mean, I and, miss McDonald's.
0: <laughs> but we got the fries and we were driving off and the fries were, I don't know if you remember, but there's nothing worse than like McDonald's fries that aren't like just cooked. Like yeah. Perfect, and there's nothing better than, a perf, like, than like a just taken out of the fryer McDonald's fry. And we left and it was not, it was definitely sitting there for a while. And I was like, we're turning around. We're going back. <laughs> This is the once a year that I have these fries and we went back and we were like excuse me these fries left a lot to be desired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. I feel like if you never have it, you should get the good version. Yeah. Like it's I I will get McDonald's probably once a year, I feel like, but I have the desire to get it often. And I if I'm sitting at home and I see a commercial, I'm like I want that. And I've seen people like posting about getting fast food during this weird time. And I'm like, oh my God, that would be so fun to like go to the drive-thru right now and get McDonald's, but I don't want to do it. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I don't, I'm, I'm really creeped out about having anyone else make my food right now.
1: That's how I feel too. I feel paranoid, but I also like, I know that they're, they've said a lot of stuff about like the food being cooked. Like it it takes away, like, you know, like a hot, a hot meal if you reheat it or whatever, like there's no chance that there's anything on it. And then like, I'm not going to reheat McDonald's. That would suck. But um,
0: as if as if as if your condimentless burger isn't bad (laughs) enough, you're going to throw it in the microwave. (laughs) At
1: this point, I would get chicken nuggets. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, it's true. I feel like I'm starting to get a little less paranoid about um, catching the virus through like an object. But um, I still am paranoid about it. But at first it was
0: really scary. What have you tried the Impossible Whopper?
1: I haven't had that yet, but I like a lot of the impossible meats. Like, I like that stuff. Is it, is it really good?
0: I haven't had it. I honestly, I've, I've had a very hit or miss experience with impossible meat. Like, I had it in a, at a place in a taco and it grossed me out. But then, like, Umami Burger had an impossible burger and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, I feel like it, it's a great thing that they're doing that. Like, it makes me feel like safe that like oh if i I like the idea that like anybody could get it in a pinch like if they need fast food there's something for everyone it just feels thoughtful
0: i yes (laughs) i I don't think that's what they're
1: going for but
0: (laughs) (laughs) i do think that one day we're going to find out that there's actually meat in impossible meat there's no way
1: there was somebody who sued like burger king or something because i think it was that they were like oh they cooked it on the same thing as they cook the other one on or something but i think they have like created a whole system where there's no way that it touches like they do it in the microwave it sounds disgusting though to do it in a microwave i don't know but you can request that it not touch any like not touch the grill and they would do it a different way
0: that is a very funny uh venn venn diagram of like the person who just can't get enough Burger King, but also is so specific about their, like, vegetarianism.
1: And they're the person who would sue the fast food company. So it's like, that <laughs> yes. that's a very specific kind of asshole.
0: I need to meet <laughs> that person. <laughs> okay, uh, you just got convicted of a crime, and you are going to be given the electric chair. Hmm. What is your death row meal?
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Well, what's kind of fun about death row is that you can have diarrhea and it doesn't matter because if I'm going to eat something, cause like my first thought is something that might make me feel sick, but I want chicken sashimi,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm about to die. So it's fine. Um, although I guess I wouldn't want to go out that way, but we'll see. Okay. I, I really, um, I think I would want like a really juicy steak, um, with fries that would probably be the best but I as I've I don't know I think because I'm eating less meat like the more the times when I do eat it now I just don't feel good I'll feel like so Um,
0: yeah but if you're gonna if you're gonna die hit the firing squad right after who cares yeah
1: and like if if the amount of things that would have had to go wrong in my life to end up there like it doesn't matter if I have diarrhea at that point. Like, I've already, like, experienced hell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, it's funny. I think a steak is probably the most requested death row meal. Is it? From all the guests that we've had, yeah.
1: Oh, that's funny. Everyone goes
0: for the steak.
1: It sounds so good.
0: Do you have a specific steak? Like, so you don't... I mean, when's the last time you went out and had a steak?
1: Um, Probably, like, probably six or seven months ago, I probably had a steak. But I feel like... um. It's often what I'll get when there's nothing else on the menu that like feels like a healthier, better option that I will actually like. And then I'll be like, fine, I'll have the steak. But I haven't really had a good one in a long time where I've been like, oh, yeah, this is fucking. So then it always feels like a waste. Like I'm cutting off all these weird parts and like not loving it. But yeah, I like a medium rare, like filet mignon, like juicy ass, like thing. <laughs> yeah. What's I'm your What's you. your death row thing? I'm sure you've said it before, but I would like to hear.
0: There's this like Persian d- dish that like I grew up on, like this lamb shank in a in like this herb stew over rice. Wow. That sounds yeah, good. it's called hor- it's called sabzi. It's like the national dish of Iran. Oh wow! And it would probably it's so delicious. Mm-hmm. It would probably be that.
1: That sounds good. I feel like yeah. okay, I guess if I'm going to get a little more specific, then I would add a dessert and the dessert would be cookies from my childhood bakery that I loved so much from my hometown. Oh, um, what's
0: that? Where Where'd you grow up, by the way?
1: Evanston, Illinois, right outside of Chicago. Um,
0: I got OK, got it. Yeah, I was going to guess somewhere in the Midwest.
1: Yeah, you got it.
0: Yeah, I can. I feel like I can, I'm starting to a good at guessing where people grew up by a lot of the picky eaters are from the Midwest.
1: Oh, my God. That's so annoying. Like a, I'm
0: sure that's a, true. <laughs> Tim Ballz, You and Tim Balls. Is
1: Was he picky? Is he still picky?
0: No, he's not. He's less now, but he was when he grew up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's so Midwest to be like that. It makes total sense. Like if you're yeah. in New York or like on, in California, like you're going to have people just going like eat real shit. Like what's wrong with you? But in the right, Midwest, right. everyone's like she won't eat it. They just like let you. That's <laughs> so dumb. But the cookies are like these little, I guess, sugary cookies with just tons of sprinkles. Like, they're basically a sprinkle cookie. And it's so good. And I I actually really wanted some during this time. And my mom mails them to me sometimes. Oh, Um, cool.
0: What's the name of the bakery? We'll give them a shout. Yeah, it's
1: Tag's Bakery. Um, T-A-G. So good. Shout out to Tag's. Mm -hmm.
0: Send me some cookies. I love using my podcast to get free food.
1: Oh, my God. They should send you some.
0: the only reason i created this
1: <laughs> i'll have my mom send you some when we're back to normal and you can have them yes
0: please <laughs> i will lysol wipe them down yeah. and I will put them in the microwave and then i'll eat them
1: they're gonna be <laughs> so good like that
0: <laughs> what is the best high-end meal you've ever eaten
1: oh uh, well it's funny because so often I don't feel well after I eat really expensive meals. And I mean, I don't know if they're cooked like in what, I don't know what it is, but like I had an amazing meal for my parents. Uh, my, my parents came to town and so I did between two friends with Zach Galifianakis and he gave Hilarious, a gift card. Man. Thank you. He gave a gift card. Um, to some of the actors i guess at the end of the movie we i got a gift card to this restaurant uh in venice called felix and it was so delicious i I I waited till my parents were in town and i took them
0: yeah felix is like the best pasta restaurant in la i think Um, so good and with the whole
1: night we were like everything is amazing and we were all just like ordering everything and it was so fun and because it was like free it was even more fun And it was just beautiful and it was a great night. And then all night I felt awful. And I was like, that's so unfair. I didn't even want to tell my parents that I felt sick because it was like it ruined it. And then my dad also was like, I also didn't feel great. And I was like, really, this is not fair. Like when you go out and have a great meal, it's so good. And there's like no reason for it to make you feel bad. And then for some reason we did. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it was the it was so good. Like I still want to go there again.
0: It's probably a lot of butter I imagine.
1: I think it was. I mean we were eating like so many really rich things and we just kept like yeah. trying everything and it was it was so good. but yeah
0: it's worth it's it's worth feeling sick afterwards. It Our was though so yeah, because
1: <laughs> I still think of it as a great meal and it was a great time, but I'm like, I can't leave out this part of the story where I was like writhing.
0: <laughs> maybe if you actually had to pay for it you'd be like okay this wasn't worth it but free delicious and writhing
1: <laughs> i think you're right you can yeah it's you can just get two out of three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: do you have a best low-end meal
1: um oh yeah like hmm. what's
0: your favorite low-end meal it can be one of the fast foodie things
1: yeah i mean i love shake shack i love in and out um i would say like I, you know what i really love which like people really fight me on is jimmy john's
0: jimmy john's i don't wait what is it's, jimmy john's
1: again it's like some oh the sandwiches sandwich yeah yeah but they're like and i will say like, they're not good like i don't know like what it and also everyone hates um the founder of jimmy john's because he hunts big game which is totally fair um, right, right, right. it's not <laughs> it's not good and a lot of them are closing politics down. Politics aside, yeah, politics, politics aside. aside. <laughs> but I do think like a lot of them are closing down, so maybe he's getting his comeuppance <laughs> a little bit. But I have like yeah. such a, a space for like a, a turkey sandwich from Jimmy John's that, like, if I'm traveling, like, especially if I'm like you know working somewhere on tour or something, I will go find Jimmy John's in like any city. I'd rather have that before a show than like going out to dinner with everyone and having a great time. Wow, like I would rather just like eat that cuz it it's so it fills me up just right it's like i feel great i i'm like i feel just ready to go after that
0: <laughs> you're so midwestern i feel like <laughs> i'll tell you why i lo- i like jimmy johns also but i think there's probably nothing more anemic than like a jimmy johns <laughs> dude
1: <laughs> like i the- know
0: the bread is like, is I mean, like it's like a
1: dry white like bread. Air, it's
0: like, <laughs> yeah, it's like air that they've somehow turned into bread.
1: <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying people fight me on this. They're like, that's disgusting.
0: But I, I'm I, not gonna say it's. Got, I, I love a Jimmy John sub. Don't get me wrong. Like, and I do think the turkey with a lot of vinegar on it yeah. and and salt and pepper. I'm in. I'm with you.
1: But I have to hide it. Like, I think I'm it, just
0: not surprised. No, no,
1: of course, of course. If I <laughs> if I were to like go like, like for example like we were in Philadelphia for Comedy Bang Bang recently and I like. Just sneakily went out and got that and ate it in my hotel room and then met everyone. Like, I'm like, I don't want everyone to know where I'm getting my food or that I'm eating that because there's something about it that's so... It is, like, just, like, shitty. Like, I don't know. It's
0: your your guilty pleasure.
1: Yeah. But it's good. (laughs) And I feel good. It is very
0: good. I think you shouldn't be ashamed of Jimmy John's.
1: I don't know. You
0: should... He's going to listen to this and he's going (laughs) to sponsor you and you're going to go hunt... Antelope, I'm whatever, so cheetah, against cheetah everything about
1: that man, but that sandwich.
0: <laughs> um I don't know what your what your uh drinking habits are, but um uh, do you have a favorite drunk food?
1: I would say McDonald's. That would be it. I feel like if I, but the problem is, like, see, I've never gone through fast food in an Uber. Like you mentioned, yeah, I've. That's... I think that would be the thing to like. That would be like really amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gotta I, I usually offer the Uber driver I I'll buy I'll buy him or her something as well. Cause uh, that's it's,
1: not, that's a that makes sense. That's it, a great move. It, I feel like um that would be what I would want, but it's so rare that I'm drunk and mobile enough to get um food. So I think a lot of times I just don't eat anything like I, I wouldn't usually i've never had an uber driver stop so but i did drunk history and the first thing i wanted on the way home they're like we can stop and get you any food you want and i was like mcdonald's now and then they like took me there and it was so awesome and i came home and just like wow ate it and
0: fell asleep that is such a classy drunk history move yeah we'll i know you your, your drunk food right after <laughs> it
1: was really nice
0: what did you drink on drunk history what was what was your booze of choice
1: um i think i had vodka sodas that's typically what i'll drink it or you know if i go out although i've gotten more into like cocktails and i like gin now which i had never really liked before but a lot of it was just be- because like when you start drinking in your you know when you're 21 or whatever like i feel like i was just ordering whatever anyone would tell me to get so i was always drinking like vodka cran right and then like i graduated to vodka soda and then i kind of just didn't figure out what my next thing was so now it's kind of experimental but we'll gin is
0: delicious i mean Gin is basically just herb flavored vodka. It's yeah. Vodka that's been steeping in herbs, which is Is that what it is? Yeah, it's literally what it is.
1: Well, I guess that explains why I like it.
0: Do you have a favorite a go-to hangover food?
1: Um, I yeah, I think I, what I really like is like donuts and pizza. If I donuts feel and pizza. Yeah, like
0: Do you have a specific place?
1: Vegan donuts a donut friend actually. Those really? are the best vegan donuts. Oh my god, have you ever had them?
0: No, I haven't. I would not. I, I, I'm not a. I'm not a vegan donut guy.
1: Okay, if you should try them because they're legitimately so good. I had to tell my brother like my brother doesn't really like the idea of vegan food. So when he was visiting, we like got them, and then like, I was like, "Don't you like them?" And he's like, "They're so good." And I'm like, "They're vegan," and then it's like, "Oh, you know, people don't." Oh wow, you tricked him. Yeah, sometimes you have to trick people a little bit. To, but that's
0: a good donut if you can trick them. It's
1: very, it's a very believable vegan. Like you ha- you would have no idea.
0: And uh, and the pizza, vegan pizza, I'm assuming?
1: Um, sometimes, but there's a pizza place right next door to Donut Friend called Town Pizza that they have some vegan and some non-vegan. And I usually get not vegan. I get sausage pizza.
0: So oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. I like that sausage is becoming your little go-to vegetable spicer. <laughs> <when> you- <laughs> it's, such, it's so cheating, but like in the best way for it really is i know i know it's so good do you have like a favorite i, I say celebrity chef and i mean this loosely like it can be a food personality like an anthony bourdain
1: well anthony bourdain is actually my answer
0: oh i stole still yeah your, I yeah no I, but that's yeah.
1: that's good because i don't know if i would have realized that was my answer but it is like he my dad like loves continues to love anthony bourdain so much and like Actually, we almost can't really even talk about it anymore because it made his death made us all so sad. Like I, he's yeah. just so. He was the coolest guy. I I feel like he made everything so accessible. And one thing I loved about him so much is that he like could take the lowbrow and the highbrow stuff and make it equal. And I just really liked that. It makes it. He made it so relatable. And like, even though I don't, I'm not a huge foodie, I was still like like watching him go try things and talk to people and. I just loved him but yeah I feel like I don't really get into like cooking shows and stuff like my husband's watching Top Chef right now because he's in like a fantasy sort of league thing where they guess who's gonna win and I can't wait a second <laughs>
0: hold on <laughs> hold on he does a Top Chef fantasy league yeah are you serious yeah I didn't even know that's a thing
1: I didn't either he's in one I don't what? know
0: Oh my God. You got to have him on the podcast. Oh yeah, you
1: should. Yeah. (laughs) He's like super into it. And I, I don't, I watch it and I don't really get it. Like I don't, I don't care enough about like the crazy details of the meal. I like the, I like the interaction between the people and I like the like heart of it. Like there was an episode the other night where like the you know they got to have like a family member come help them like the chefs and i was like this is so sweet like there's something i could cry at it but like i don't feel like i know enough about the like crazy foods they're having to like be an authority or to like i don't know and i i i think a lot of people watch that stuff without knowing but it, it for me it's kind of a hard way through
0: yes agreed do you have a desert island food now this means you're trapped on a desert island you have one food you have to eat it every single day breakfast lunch and dinner and you're never going to get tired of it
1: I I almost said Snickers. Ooh. And I that sounds like, but like the I would get sick of it eventually if I had to eat it for every meal. I think if I had to eat it for every meal I would pick So what it, it can't be like it can't be like a combination thing, like a salad. It has to be like a carrot. No, it can be that. Okay. <laughs> it can be <laughs>
0: Yeah. That would be one element of a salad.
1: <laughs> um I think I would say salad then because I can eat it at any point and I see it as being like it's just nutritious like I don't really need to love every bite of this but it'll yeah. it'll feel good or whatever so I guess I would yeah do going like,
0: back going back to your fridge you do have a lot of salad dressing it seems
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> what is your what is what kind of dressings are these wait I one of them looks like a fancy one that I've seen in Whole Foods the one with the white label yeah something. that one's the like it,
1: um, poppy seed or something yeah that one's my favorite I I use that on salad pretty much exclusively, but there's also some vegan ranch in there and some regular ranch. Um, I used to only eat ranch dressing and that's also feels very Midwestern.
0: Wait, is that true? This is way to bury the lead. You're
1: (laughs) yeah. That was like my understanding of like what salad dressing is like you put ranch on it, (laughs) but like (laughs) I never do that. (laughs) I know I never do that now. um i would use the ranch
0: would you i use it to use the ranch as a, as a dip a
1: dip yeah. yeah if i'm having a treat i'll dip some carrots in that or maybe a slice of pizza that's fairly new
0: but there was i went to like a hipster pizza joint that actually would serve a little thing of ranch with your pizza so that you could dip your crust in it afterward. which i thought it's was honestly very
1: now. good and if you dip barbecue chicken pizza in ranch it's like amazing
0: Delightful. Yeah. Is there a food that you can't stand eating?
1: Oh, yeah. Pickles. Really? Um, Oh, barf.
0: All pickles?
1: I don't want to go near a pickle. Oh, my God. Lauren. But I will say, I have this weird feeling that I might like them.
0: Well, (laughs) wait a second. So it's just the idea of pickles that you hate.
1: Sometimes I think, oh, it would be so cool to bite into a nice snappy pickle but then I also think I want to throw up at the idea of being near a pickle so it's a very push and pull that I have with the pickles
0: wow Um, how did this happen
1: I don't know I've avoided them my entire life I've never I've only had a snippet little bite of a pickle one time Susie Barrett I think was the person who convinced me to eat it and I did and I was like I don't even know what my reaction was it was the smallest teeniest shred so i couldn't probably didn't even taste it i feel like i i just like have an aversion to like the way they float in that jar mm. and that just seems really gross um okay well but it also seems like they might taste good
0: i feel like i can get you into eating pickles and this is how mm. you seem like someone who is led who is led primary by health and then secondary by flavor taste this and that right it yeah. seems like like that's essential like there's nothing better. For your gut health than pickles. Really? And gut health, they're finding is the ultimate, you know, immune system, like kind of like it's the software that runs your whole immune system, is your gut. And there's nothing better than fermented foods. So kombucha, pickles, you know, whatever. If it's kimchi or regular pickles or sauerkraut, all those are the best thing that you could have for your gut health.
1: Okay. That actually did a lot just now what you just said. I do feel very intrigued by this. I actually like kombucha, which I thought I would never like. So that was a bit of a journey because at first I thought it was disgusting. Um, and I don't, I don't really drink it often, but I, when I do, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I am open to this. I think this is, this is a, that's, (laughs) that's really smart. That's a way in for sure.
0: (laughs) I got you. We're we're (laughs) sponsored by the National Pickle Council. I'm sure you are. (laughs) Do you have, this is one of my favorite questions. Uh, What is your restaurant pet peeve?
1: Oh, I think when they like, oh, this is my pet peeve, 100%. When they walk up to me at the end and I haven't completed it, but I'm done. Because I often will get full quickly and it's not against anything. It's just, I just get full. And they'll be like, did you not, oh, you didn't like it? Oh, no. And I hate that. I'm like, I'm just done you don't I liked it why do you why are you getting up in the situation and it puts this like it makes me feel like I'm like what it does when they say that to me is it makes me feel like I have a problem like I have an eating disorder or they think something is going on or they think there's some issue or I don't finish meals or something and I just it makes me feel really stressed out like I, I just have to go like no it was great I'm just full like I or I, I eat all day long, so when them, by the time I got here, I wasn't that hungry, and you know, I feel like I have to like, explain my life to them, and it's annoying.
0: That sounds awful.
1: Yeah. That. But you probably never had that because you probably finished your food because you like everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Th- I mean, I've definitely. I I'm not a huge eater. Like I don't eat a ton. I think that's that's probably happened to me before. But I'm also like, I don't know, if you eat something and you don't like it, let's go down this road. Would you say something or would you just let them when they say, how was everything?
1: I probably wouldn't say if I didn't like it because I don't really see the point. Like, I don't feel like I don't want to be the person who is like, I want my money back. Right. For this, unless there was something like in it that was bad. But like, I feel like I if I just didn't like it, it's not their fault. That's my personal preference. So I don't really feel the need to like get into that with them. I would rather just, I would honestly, if I actually didn't like something, I would box it up to go and then throw it out <laughs> later.
0: <laughs> oh my God. You just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely done that where I'm like, Oh, I know, I know I'm not going to eat this, but I just feel like, I don't want to explain myself. <laughs> I don't want to explain anything. I just want to go. And so it's easier to just be like, give me it. And I'll, I'll eat it. Yep. I want to go. And I'll, I'll do that with like, even like something where I did like it. I don't often love leftovers, but I just take them to go because I feel like I look wasteful. Yeah.
0: And mm. then just throw them out in the garbage outside of the yeah. restaurant. I do the same thing. Yeah.
1: Well, I usually get a little further yeah. away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Last question. This is a new question for uh, for these crazy times. I hate that everyone k- keeps saying these crazy times, by the way. it fucking, it's, that's... You're right. We need another That's thing. becoming my life pet peeve. My Corona pet peeve is definitely people saying in these crazy times... Anyway, I know. What is the first restaurant that you will go to after quarantine?
1: Ooh, ooh. Hmm. that's a good one. Oh, my God. Yeah. I want it to be good. Well, you know where I really like to go? There's a restaurant in Silver Lake called Stella. Oh, yeah. I love that place. Um, I love that place, and my friend works there, and I just love how sunny it is, and it feels kind of like you're in Europe or something. I, like, just love the vibe. Um, So I think I would go there. Yeah, it's
0: a very charming, charming, charming bistro. Yeah. That's a good place to go, because I feel like the thing I'm going to miss most is not food, necessarily, but vibe. I miss vibe.
1: Yeah. I know. I have, like, only one vibe in my house, and it's, like, the same every day. Yeah.
0: So... (laughs) That's a great answer. i well, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, Lauren, thank you so, so much. Um, tell, tell all the people where they can find you.
1: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lauren Lapkus. Uh, my Patreon is patreon.com slash Lauren Lapkus. And, uh you know that should be enough to get you everything you need from me so you'll figure it out
0: and definitely i i recommend i highly recommend in a lot of quarantine binging uh between two ferns was a hilarious movie and i thought you were fantastic in it
1: thank you that was so fun I, that's a fun one to throw on right now because uh it's you know not about anything exactly so you'll be able to
0: exactly <laughs> totally watch zone out. watch cuomo and then watch <laughs> lauren lapkus in between yeah two ferns. thank you lauren take care This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Stephen. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and The Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan, and interstitial music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.